Today we are going to talk about do-it-yourself square drop trailer, or most people call him nowadays an overland trailer. So behind me here we have a 4x8 design built from the ground up. The only thing that was purchased was the trailer frame. Reason being was so that it could be registered on the road right away. So it just saved a lot of hassle going out, purchasing a 4x8 trailer frame and building from there. Now the first item I actually purchased for this build was independent half torsion axles. These are 2,000 pounds each. It was actually about six months before I dove in and actually started building the trailer. But the reason I bought the torsion axles was because they're on sale, buy one, it was half price. I ended up six months later purchasing the 4x8 trailer frame, it was a utility trailer. And then from there needed to attach the torsion axles to the trailer frame. I didn't want to keep the single axle, so, single solid axle on the trailer. Um, I wanted the the independent suspension and it gave uh, with the aggressive tires gave me a lot more ground clearance of the square drop trailer. Once we got the torsion axles installed we then moved on to uh, sealing the three-quarter inch plywood on one side and all the edges to stop any uh, water from damaging the plywood. Once that was sealed, we attached to the, the trailer frame and started to uh, lay down insulation. Once the insulation was laid down, we then started putting up the walls. The walls, floor, ceiling, or roof is all three quarter inch plywood. Once we got the windows set in and cut, uh, we used one by one pieces of wood to make the cross members from wall to wall. That provided the spacing for the insulation and I actually did that on the floor as well. I've got one by one cross members uh, holding the the three three quarter inch plywood together on the floor and on the ceiling and then in between is the insulation. This insulation is your inch and a half thick styrofoam and it was it's mainly used on exterior walls or your roof of your house. So once I got the uh, ceiling insulated. I then put the final three-quarter inch plywood on top. I then put wood filler all around the edges and sanded, sanded them all down, covering all the screws. The rear hatch is a little different. Um, it's not a full just piece of plywood and then cut out. It's actually one by threes to make the frame around the edging. Then I got the four by four uh, three quarter inch plywood that I cut down to the size of the hatch that we have here, um, which then hinges down and closes up against the door jam on all four, four edges. At this point, I kind of jumped around. I then went inside and started working on the design for the interior storage. So I did, uh, we have an upper shelf in the, inside the cab, a um, few inches uh, high, I think it's four inches on the top of my head. Uh, so four inches at the very top. Then you have two main compartments uh, for your clothes. 
Um, so you have one on the left, one on the right. You have a centerpiece for your command center is what I'm gonna call it. Uh, that's where I have my power switches and uh, USB ports to charge the devices. And I needed to figure out what I was gonna do for wheel wells. As the four bay design, it sits inside the wheels. So I was going, I went with a bigger tire. Um, it, the full measurement comes out to 28 and a half inches uh, in height. The, I had to figure out the wheel well and how I was gonna mount it. I didn't want the fender ripping on the wall. So the fender's welded to the rock sliders. Then the rock sliders are bolted at four points um, two at the front, two in the uh, rear of the fender to the trailer frame. Then to help the fender from, from vibrating or separating from the wall, I used 30 pound uh, 3M double-sided tape on the fender itself to stick to the wall. Once I got the fenders all welded up and actually primed, I put them aside and that's when I realized what I wanted to do for the edging of the trailer and how I was gonna build the doors. So the doors are the same three quarter inch plywood cut to the size that, uh, so like the, actually the entry door is cut out of the, the wall and use the same plywood. The rear hatch is its own piece of plywood four by four cut down to the size required. Then what I did is I took one eighth steel and created a frame, welded that up to fit the plywood that I cut out, and then that is screwed into the plywood. With the uh, entry door, I did go with the actual RV uh, latch um, system that has the lock, the deadbolt, it's a real nice sleek design. It's the same uh, door latch that you find on any RV trailer, travel trailer, motorhome. The rear hatch is uh, a latch system that you find on your enclosed cargo trailers or your truck body um, cargo uh, cargo boxes. So both are really nice latches, they both lock. I then moved on to the rear hatch. I have a main kitchen bench. I also have storage, um, a shelf at the very top. It's about uh, eight to 10 inches of space to allow individual containers of, uh, whether it be cutlery, snacks, um, any foods that can be tightly sealed in a tight sealed container um, nicely on the upper shelf. And then you've got big open space underneath the counter. So before I sealed up the, the trailer, I had cut out the holes for the vents. I've got a vent on each side uh, they do have filters on the inside and has the horseshoe cap, horse, horseshoe cap, which uh, stops any water from uh, running into the, the vent. Each side um, air vent actually goes into the rear hatch. And then there's a singular uh, air vent that goes for, between the rear hatch and the cab. All three have uh, filters to stop any dust and debris bugs coming in. The, all the edging of the trailer was uh, sealed with epoxy. So after it was uh, sanded down and the screws were all hiding, 
I put epoxy two inches on each side of the edging all around the trailer. And then I applied the Raptor liner on the outside of the trailer. So I taped up all the windows, uh, the doors, the rear hatch area, and um, Raptor lined all the exterior wood. The rear hatch is uh, sealed with a waterproof sealant, and that's the whole rear hatch. We're talking the inside of the door, the shelving, the walls, the undercarriage. So all wood in the rear hatch is uh, sealed with a waterproof sealant so that when the rear hatch is open and it's raining, I'm not saying the rain's coming and splashing in, but the, the moisture in the air, uh, you know, you're wet, you're working, it, it's stopping the wood from getting destroyed over time and soaking in that water over time. Now with Raptor lining all the plywood, I also did uh, another rock guard on all the framing. So the the horse uh, the horseshoe caps were white. Those are rock guarded. The angle iron around the edging of the trailer was rock guarded. The trailer frame uh, was rock guarded. The custom built fenders were rock guarded. The steel wheels were rock guarded. Um, so it, everything on the exterior other than the windows has been uh, covered in a type of rock guard. I picked up the tongue cargo box off of buy and sell, um, saved a hundred bucks. It was actually brand new. And then once I had that installed with a white Raptor liner, I wasn't really sure of the look. I went out and got a sheet of aluminum checker plate, cut that to size and put that in behind the cargo box up on the front wall and then the edging is all sealed with silicone as well to stop any water going in between the aluminum and the Raptor liner and just sitting there and and slowly wearing that down or rotting or whatever it might do. Once all that was put together, we it was time to do the little the accents. Um, the rear uh, rear cargo area we put in some backsplash, um, so peel and stick. Uh, wood design to give it a nice look. We did uh, peel and stick flooring. Now the reason the peel and stick flooring was it didn't matter what size the interior was, the rear hatch was, you're able to easily cut it, um, lay it down and that 3M tape just sticks very well and it looks really good. With the rear hatch we are using two struts. I believe they're 30 inch in length. I did make the mounts out of uh 1/8 aluminum angle and was able to mount using that actually to be mount both one on on the door and on the side of the trailer or on the inside so once the rear hatch is closed you don't see any of that and the black angled framing seals the whole the whole hatch the tongue also has a jack with a four inch wheel, solid wheel, um, easy to move around in the garage. Again, with this trailer being a four by design, uh, one person can easily move around the trailer with it having the, the wheel on the front uh, to roll around, or you can even just lift it. 
Um, but it, it is a lot nicer just to roll it instead of lifting the tongue and moving it around. But the weight of the trailer is very easy to move around by yourself. Also on the rear, we have two 300 pound stabilizer jacks that uh, flip down. So in the storage mode, they sit the length like with the trailer frame. And then when they're ready to be used, you pop it out and it will sit at a 45 degree angle and they'll extend up to 19 inches to, the, to stabilize the rear of the trailer if you're moving around a lot in the cab or you need to uh, get something at the, at the cargo rack and you're not hooked up to the, tra the truck, uh, the trailer's not gonna tip back on you. The ground clearance of the trailer with the torsion axles and the 28 inch and a half tires, the, we're sitting at 15 inches of ground clearance at the bottom of the torsion axle at the bottom of the torsion axle and then we're uh, 17 and a half inches uh, from the ground to the trailer frame so lots of ground clearance to go down down any trail and also independent suspension uh, and there's nothing down the middle for any rocks or whatever it might be get caught on what normally would be a, a solid straight axle well guys I hope you like this trailer do-it-yourself square drop trailer build. Um, if you have any questions, drop it down in the comments. If I miss something or if you want more information, very happy with the the outcome of this trailer and so is my family. I think they're uh, very happy with what it came out, uh, how it turned out. You tell people you're building something, sometimes if you haven't, especially if you haven't built something like this before, people are very skeptical of what it's going to turn out to be and are you actually going to complete it um so it's definitely complete we're going camping in two days and uh can't wait to to hit the trail so thank you again for tuning into this episode um if you want to check out our adventures you can go to instagram at shank outdoors there's a lot more to go into this this trailer so more videos will follow with what we update in the trailer what we don't like what we would change, you never know. Um, but there's definitely more items such as solar and some air, some things to do with the kitchen uh, organization, um, maybe some more stuff in the interior. It's, it's really hard to say what we're gonna do, but stay tuned for the next upcoming video. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you in the next one.